Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on April 24th, 2022. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There, you'll find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to give gifts to support the ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's pastoral intern, Emily Binja, with a gospel reading. The scripture reading today is from the Gospel of John, the 20th chapter. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Judeans. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his sides. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven for them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the marks of the nails in his hands and put my hands in the mark of the nails and my hands in his sides, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your fingers here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put into my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas said to Jesus, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book, but these are written here so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. What happens when our heroes die? This is a question that I have been wondering about during Holy Week. If you're like me, a lover of movies, when you think about heroes, your brain goes immediately to movies. The best part about heroes is that they always come out victorious. In some movies, they will go through a bunch of trials and it will be ups and downs, but eventually they always crush the villains in the situ or whatever situation they're in and peace is restored. It is why I watch any movie that has heroes. This reminded me of a situation when I was in high school. A couple of my friends and I decided to get a laptop and watch a movie that was called The Notebook. 
as the movie came to the end, we learned that Ali has dementia, and in the end, both Ali and Noah, who are the main actors, actors and actress in this movie, both die. As the movie winds down and the words start coming up, we hear these very tiny soft sobs coming from the back of the room. One of my girlfriends was crying. Her heroes didn't make it. At least, not in the way that she had hoped that they would. If you're like her, this is what happens when your heroes in a movie die. But if you're like me, you would turn off that TV, never look at that movie again, then go to your bed, think about it, dream about it, over and over and over and over again, and rewrite the, the ending to your own liking as many times as you want. Our heroes really are have a huge impact in our lives. As a kid, I remember we had Heroes Day for the first time when I was in primary school, and they asked us about who our heroes were. I showed up my hand very quickly and said, my mother. Because for me, I realized that heroes do show up sometimes as ordinary people, like our parents and guardians who nurture and take care of us. Other times they show up in organ donors who give part of themselves to enable us to leave, or doctors who risk their lives in the midst of a pandemic to treat us, police officers, and so many more. Other times they show up in more dramatic, impactful, and life-changing ways. This week, I am specifically thinking about three historical figures, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and Patrice Lumumba. Most of you here might recognize the first two names. Both men are great influences in the American history. During the 60s, they had an amazing influence on the civil rights movement. And both men were killed. The other is a Congolese prime minister who was also very prominent in the 60s only it was in the Pan-African movement. He too was killed. All three of these men were killed while fighting for justice. When they died, many of their followers lost their hope and faith. Some retreated and laid low and just gave up on the justice system. Others retaliated. They went out into the streets and caused chaos. The death of these heroes was truly heartbreaking and disastrous to the communities. So as I think about heroes this week, I am reminded of an interview by one of my favorite actors, Keanu Reeves. In an interview, he was asked what he thinks happens when people die. And his, re his reply was, I know that the ones who love them will miss them. His response is one that I had never heard of before, but I have come to appreciate more and more, and especially this week. Because as I think about what happens to our heroes when they die, I also really think about what happens to the ones who, who are left behind. For the, he, for the three heroes that I mentioned earlier, when they die, 
they left behind pain, stress, chaos, hopelessness. And sometimes when our heroes die, we are left with regrets of what we could have said or what we could have done better. There is so much chaos that happens when we lose our heroes. And this week, we meet the disciples in such a place. Their hero, the Messiah, has been killed. The one who was meant to save them and restore peace and justice in their land is dead. They watched him being tortured, how he was nailed to a tree. They saw him die, being taken down from the cross and buried in a tomb. And now their own lives are probably in danger. They're living in fear of the authorities who are probably now looking for each and every single one of them to persecute or arrest them. Meeting behind closed locked doors and in fear and secrecy, Jesus shows up right there. He comes among them and proclaims, peace be with you. I can only imagine what these words meant for the disciples. Their Messiah, the hero of their story was indeed reason and was among them in flesh and blood. We know this because Thomas made sure that he was in flesh and blood. And Jesus comes to the disciples with this proclamation of peace. I personally hoped that he would come back with, hey guys, remember I said I would come back in three days? Here I am, I'm resurrected. Or maybe I like, fear not, I'm with you. But Jesus comes with instead a proclamation of peace be with you. I wonder if Jesus knows in this proclamation that his disciples have been less left in distress after his death. Perhaps he understands that the loss of our heroes may not only just end at crying, but that it may also mean disorientation, loss of focus, and worse, loss of faith. We know at least that the writer of this gospel understands and is concerned about the loss of, gospel, of faith. In, fact, in verse 30 to 31, they write, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written here so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah. The writer understands that the witness of the risen Christ who comes in flesh and blood to his disciples is what is very crucial to how the disciples move forward in the present and into their future. And perhaps even understands that it is going to be very important for us today to have this witness, this witness of a risen Christ, the reason we are able to move every year from Good Friday to the singing of the hallelujahs on Easter. Christ is not our typical hero. He doesn't crush the villain with some superpowers. He doesn't ask us to cry at the cross and weep. He doesn't magically also restore back peace on earth. Instead, he dies on a cross. He is crucified and tortured and dies. And then he does something greater. 
He conquers death. He conquers the power that separates us from life. And in doing so, he invites us into this lifelong journey with a God who joins us in our most vulnerable stages, a God who comes to us in the midst of death too. In the midst of our biggest fears, Christ appears to us and proclaims peace. He doesn't let our faith shake without hope. He doesn't come and say, I'm going to take it all away. But rather, he proclaims a word of peace into our lives. He moves us from despair and back into praise. He reminds us that even death has no power over him. Jesus asks us to trust God. He asks us to move into a place where we trust God even when we do not see, when we do not see any signs of hope, when we don't know how God is going to get us out of that place of darkness and fear and despair, to trust that God is with us in that place and that God journeys with us in the midst of our battles and is with us in the midst of our celebration. Like the disciples, God's promise for us is that God is, has always, and will come and will bring peace on earth. And with this, let us join in the psalmist song of celebration and praise and say, Praise the Lord. Praise God in their sanctuary. Praise God in their mighty firmament. Praise her for her mighty deeds. Praise him according to his surpassing greatness. Praise them with trumpet sounds. Praise them with the lute and the harp. Praise them with tambourine and dance. Praise them with strings and pipes. Praise them with clanging cymbals. Praise them with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen.